this week, it's one of our newly appointed Erskine ambassadors who we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. Now, we spoke to Gary Innes a couple of weeks ago, and this week I'm very pleased to say that we can have a chat with uh, our other musical Erskine ambassador, Kirsten Osborne, who has performed for the veterans and serving members of the armed forces um, all around the world. Uh, But she's also performed for Erskine events such as the Erskine Big Picnic. And uh, now she is an Erskine ambassador. And uh, we can speak to her right now on Erskine Veterans Radio and say a very big warm welcome to Kirsten Osborne. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I've been so excited to have a chat to you properly about everything that's going on. It's such an exciting time. (laughs) It's it's lovely to have you on and and to hear. I know that we have a a few members of uh, our Erskine community uh, who are either hailed from Wales or uh, indeed have served in uh, the Welsh branch of the forces and I'm sure it'd be uh, great for them to hear the uh, the Welsh tones once again. Oh, I hope so. Waving the flag for Wales. I'm very proud <laughs> and uh, it's really lovely knowing that there's some Welsh there with you too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. So tell us a little bit about um, your connection with the military, first of all, with the armed forces, because um, you you perform as, as so many entertainers do uh, perform for the armed forces uh, in in various locations. But tell us about how how this all came about in in its first instance. Yes, yeah, so um, I've been singing from a very young age since I was about seven, um, and then I started to record my own music as I got a little bit older, and I tried I tried I wanted to see what it was like, and I wanted to release my own music, um, so I started. I started to do that and one of the songs that I released, um, the, the words to the song was just so fit into the forces and so I, I decided that all of the funds that, that were raised by that single I wanted to donate to a charity. Um, and at the time that was Blesma. Um, and then from then I just I just found this connection with the forces that, that felt so strong and I become so passionate about performing for the veterans, um, serving and non-serving and for their families too. And, and I realised how much music can bring so much joy to people um, no matter what you're going through. And so for me, knowing that I could perform, whether it's live or by recording music for our heroes, I just become so passionate about that. Um, And then I got involved with the Royal Marines Association, which is based here in South Wales. Um, And they've become like a family to me over the years. And they officially adopted me as their sweetheart back in 2014. Um, And then it kind of just naturally spiralled from there, really. Um, And over the years, I've recorded more and more songs and and in each of them has raised funds for different charities that are supporting the veterans and their families. and then in 2019, I had the pleasure of visiting Erskine whilst I toured Scotland. Um, and I've also toured different areas like Ireland, um, the Falkland Islands, and just performing for the heroes along the way is just, I absolutely adore it. And that's something that I, I want to continue to do for as long as I possibly can. I will annoy our veterans forever. <laughs> <laughs> because, of course, many many of those that you will have um, sung for in, in the armed forces when you first started doing it, will will now be veterans, won't they? Because you don't have to be, you know, an elderly person to be a forces veteran. Anybody who's, you know, as far as Erskine's concerned, anyway, is anybody who's served a day in the armed forces and, and is is now out yeah. of them is is classed as a veteran. Um, so, exactly, yeah. 
going to going to see some of these places though for real like you know going to the Falkland Islands for example we've got many Falkland Islands um, veterans uh, among our ranks across across Erskine and, and to see that for yourself and get a real appreciation of how far away from home they would have been must be you know make it all a bit more real for you oh definitely and the, the project um, that we took on for the Falklands, I, I always said that I wanted to do what Dame Virulin has done. She's been a massive inspiration to me. Um, and reading her book was, I felt connected to her in a, in a big way because I felt the same passion and I still feel it now as what she did. Um, and so I've always had this dream of, of traveling and visiting different areas for the forces to perform for them. Um, so it came about for me to visit the Falkland Islands, but I was offered to fly out and just sing to those that were serving on the base there um, and then to fly straight home. But after speaking to so many different veterans and hearing the stories about the Falkland Islands, um, I knew about the Liberty Lodge, which is out there, which is strictly there for the veterans to be able to come back and see the island for what it is today, thanks to what they did um, during the conflict there. Um, and it's such an, an important place in the Falkland Islands and we have to keep these places going. So I decided to do it separately. Uh, we raised funds so that I could go out there and I stayed there for 10 days instead of just flying out and back. And by doing that, I was able to actually visit the families that were living on the island as well, the children um, and the other veterans that were that are still living out there today. And I was able to see uh, the Liberty Lodge and the work that they do there. And I'm so pleased that we did it that way because I wouldn't have actually have seen that if I had just been flown out there quickly. So it was wonderful to to see what what has changed on the island thanks to the sacrifices that, that the forces made back during the conflict. It's incredible. And, and the families that still live there now, they, you know, a lot of them were children when the conflict happened and they saw they saw it with their own eyes and they are so grateful for what they have today. And when the the veterans fly out each year, there's normally a group that will fly out and stay at the Liberty Lodge. Um, and I flew out with a group of, I believe there was 10 um, of the Welsh Guards flew out there the same time as me. And I just remember um, a gentleman, John, was sat beside me on the plane. And as we landed, the there was a sense of fear that I could see in his eyes. And they were all so scared about flying back and seeing it because to them they were landing back in a war zone which is what they remember it for um and his face just changed as soon as we landed i i saw him he started to cry and i said you know are you okay and he said it's just so strange seeing it like this and not this isn't how i landed here before um and then i saw i bumped into him 24 hours after that and he was practically skipping towards me along the front of, of of the Falkland Islands, right on the front. And I said, how are you doing? How are you enjoying, you know, seeing the island? And he said, I just went to visit the family who actually took us in um, the day that everything, everything stopped. And we were all celebrating and they were bringing us teas and coffees to keep us warm whilst we were outside. And they took us into their home and they looked after us. And he said, I'm so pleased the gentleman is still here on the island and I've been able to have a cup of tea with him again. And he was just smiling from year to year and it was just wonderful to see the change in his emotions whilst he was there. Um, so at the end of it, I was able to give a check to the Liberty Lodge to help to keep them going. And the veterans, they stayed there the whole time and it was just 
I felt so connected to the island that I can't wait to go back again and to see everybody again. And, and even the children, the children have never had an insight to music before, um, apart from the odd singer that lives on the island. Um, so for them, they were like, oh, who is this person? <laughs> <laughs> who is this person with blonde hair and sparkly dresses? Where has she come from? <laughs> and they were amazed. So it was wonderful to sing for the children too. And it just, I can't wait to go back again. Really can't. It's an amazing story. And, and, and the fact that there's still people there who who you know were involved in it and helping out the forces at the time because it was such a you know we've heard first hand experiences from some of our veterans of what they went through and it was such a horrific time some of the worst battles since the second world war took place there and uh, huge um, of course you know loss of life but when it all finished it 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 all happened so quickly you know and and they were whizzed back to to here and, and some went back out again but obviously you didn't get that casual time to to go around and socialize i suppose with with people yeah. who were who were helping so it's a really nice story yes yeah, so it was it was really nice to just spend time there and and really see the island for what it is today because it's important for us to remember that it wouldn't be like that today if it wasn't for what the, the forces did back then and the sacrifice that they made so being able to have that tour of the island and to see it all it was just incredible it's, it's a tour i'll never forget hailing from south wales kirsten has been a long-time supporter of erskine she's performed at the big picnic in recognition of armed forces day and um, she's also had a previous trip to erskine and the reed McEwen activity center and she's back with us right now to tell us more about that so uh, kirsten tell us about your visit to erskine then because that would have been at a time before the world changed and um, things were perhaps a little bit more normal and you got to experience the the real buzz of, of Erskine with uh, with all the veterans there all getting together and, and having a good time. Yes, exactly. And um, I, I had, it was towards the end of, of the Scottish tour that I actually visited Erskine and I was so excited to, to see it properly, you know, with my own eyes because it's very different when you actually visit somewhere yourself. Um, and I'd been looking forward to it so much. And when we arrived, um, I had a little walk around and I was chatting to everybody and I sang at the activity centre. And as soon as everybody started piling in, we were laughing constantly. It was so much fun. Um, and we all sang together, but it wasn't just me singing. We genuinely all sang together. And that that's what it's all about. That's what music does. Music brings people together and it just... It changes your day. If you're having a bad day, you can sing a song and you feel so much better. And that's exactly what happened whilst I was there that day. Um, and we just had so much fun that we had a, a tour afterwards. And it just, I said, you know, I just can't wait to come back again. There was such a homely feeling at the activity centre. That's without going to the home as well. And everybody was so friendly and welcomed us with open arms. Um, and I, I'll never forget that. I'm so grateful to everybody for welcoming us the way that they did. And I just can't wait to come back and see you all again. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. Now, um, we, we were speaking to... Um, Gary Innes, a couple of weeks ago, who has also been made an Erskine yeah. ambassador uh, alongside yourself at the, at the same time. You're our musical ambassadors, if you like. And, uh, you know, he, he proposed and sort of put it out there. Now, he has done a song in the past to raise money for um, for the Erskine charity. Um, that was where his oh, kind brilliant. of connection began, if you like, in in 2015. But I, I did suggest to him that um, the two of you should, uh, should collaborate on something. I mean, is that something you'd be up for? Absolutely. Count me in. 
I think that's a great <laughs> idea. And like you said, we're both involved with music, so it would be wonderful if we can record something and release something to support Erskine. This is what we're here for, and, and I, I want to do whatever I possibly can to help because you guys are just absolutely fantastic and everybody, the whole team that works at Erskine should be so proud of yourselves just for what you do to give back. That's just so important and that's what it's all about. That's why I love what I do. So to be a part of your team, I'm very honoured. And what sort of um, show do you do you do for those who've, who've not seen you? Um, what what kind of uh, songs are you, are you uh, performing? Well, I think um, as soon as people know that my title is Forces Sweetheart, they automatically think Vera Lynn and and take us back to those old songs, which I do perform um, and I do sing them when people ask for me. But I, I think I've started to say I'm like a modern day Forces Sweetheart because I sing a complete variety of music. Um, but the, the main style of music that I've always been passionate about and I, I love to perform is solo Motown music um, and those typical songs that get everybody singing along together. And it just creates that atmosphere that everybody's having fun, everybody's singing their hearts out and having a dance. Um, so, yeah, people like Frankie Valley, The Drifters, all of those good old tunes that everybody knows and loves. And then, of course, the odd big song from Shirley Bassey and Tom Jones. I've got to, got to put a bit of wheels in there every now and then, haven't I? <laughs> well, absolutely. Why not? Why not? Why not? And um, I think that's the thing with the music, though, that people, when you say Forces Sweetheart, as you mentioned, that they, they do think back to the 1940s and, and so on. Yeah. But actually... You know the music, as you say, that that really connects with people is is more probably from the nineteen sixties or the seventies or even the nineteen eighties now. So it's it's a real a real mix of of what people like, isn't it? Yeah, I remember. I remember I went to visit the Chelsea Pensioners, and I was doing a show there, and they and I was meant to be performing later on in the year, and they said when you're passing, um, if you're in the area, then pop in, and we can give you a little tour before your show later in the year. So I said that'd be great. So I arrived this day. It was about midday, and uh, they said, have a, have a seat in, in the bar area, and I'll send one of the veterans to you, and he'll give you the tour. So I said, great, that's, that's great. So we sat down, had a coffee, and then slowly the veterans were coming in, and one by one, they all sat around, and we were having a chat, and, and I was still waiting for the gentleman to take me for the tour. And when, uh, we got talking, and then we started singing, <laughs> and it was five coffees later... The Chelsea pensioners were on about rum number 10. (laughs) (laughs) I knew they'd be trouble. And I never had the tour. (laughs) We just sat talking and laughing and they were telling stories. And I remember one of the gentlemen said to me, "Um, oh, when you sing for us, you're not going to sing old songs now, are you? Because just because we look old doesn't mean we want old music. And I said, well, tell me a song. Let me know what you want. And... um, And they said, well, sing for us now. So I started singing a song by Barbara Streisand, The Way We Were. And he said, oh, if that's what you're going to sing, that's fine, because that's not old. That's that's perfect. That is perfect. So when I went back and I did my performance, we did a little bit of Vera Lynn just for memory's sake. Um, But apart from that, we were dancing to 50s and 60s music, and it was absolutely wonderful. But I'll never forget that day where I went for a tour and didn't have a tour. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, at least you got the tour at Erskine, you see. We managed that. Yes, we did. We managed to get through that one. <laughs> now, I'm looking at, in the background, some of your memorabilia you've got there on the wall. Is that a picture of Dolly Parton? It certainly is. <laughs> 
good. I didn't want to. I, I, I said it, and I thought, I hope it's not like a relation or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I've uh, offended you. But, uh, <laughs> it's actually my auntie Glennis, but. Um, Yes, right. Well, she looks very much like Dolly Parton. <laughs> no, it's actually not. It, it is Dolly Parton. Um, very pleased that that's that's my little wall of of my proud moments. Really, that's what I'm calling it at the moment. Um, and we've got Shirley Bassey up there, Frankie Valley, and of course Dame Vera Lynn is pride of place right in the centre there. And um, she, the little note is in there as well that she sent me as well. So it's my little my little pride wall. <laughs> No, that's lovely. And what did Vera say to you then? What did what was the the nature of that? We were in touch um, for for many years from from when I started singing for the forces. Um, I must have been around thirteen or fourteen when we were first in touch, um, and it was mainly over emails with herself and her daughter because her daughter was like a manager for her, um, and so we kept in touch. And over the years, we always said it'd be lovely to meet up and to just have a chat. I always said I'd love to just sit and talk with you because you've been a massive part of my my life without you even knowing it and a huge inspiration to me in my career and I felt so connected to her um, and then over the years sadly she became more and more ill and then lockdown happened um, and it, it just never happened for us to meet in person which was so upsetting really and heartbreaking for me because I felt so such a deep connection with her and we were never able to actually meet in person but we did stay in touch for so many years um, and I'm so grateful that, that I had that um, so at the time when I was adopted by the Royal Marines um, she sent me a photo and a letter wishing me the very best and just saying how pleased she is to know that somebody else is following in her footsteps in supporting the veterans because it's something that is so important that needs to continue to happen to happen um, and I'm honoured that I can do that and I hope that I can make her proud along the way um, and it was just a couple of months ago I had the pleasure of seeing um, her daughter in person and uh, we had a little chat and I said you know it'd be lovely to carry on in her memory and um, I know that they are going to be releasing a big uh, memorial for her big statue at some point uh, at the White Cliffs of Dover so it'll be wonderful to be a part of that too and to just carry on in her memory and it's important we keep her memory alive because whenever I sing her songs you can see the faces of, of veterans change especially the older veterans they they have such a deep connection with those songs they meant so much to them and she gave them hope when they needed it the most and that's something that we have to remember that we still need to keep on doing today. You know, that hasn't changed and we need to support our heroes. So I'm very grateful to Dame Vera Lynn. She's, she's very much inspired me a lot over the years and I'm sure she will for the rest of my career too. Absolutely. And that's a lovely story and, and, and a lovely thing for, for you to have as well, you know, and, and to know that you've got that, that she... she uh... You know, was willing you on and and was aware of of your work yeah. and and saw that you know you were following in her footsteps in in some way as well. It was it's really nice to have. Yeah, yeah, it meant a lot that that she knew about the work that I that I've been doing and and that she knew that I'd carry on doing it as well. So yeah, that meant that means a lot, definitely. Excellent. Well, um, well, congratulations on that and uh, congratulations Thank on uh, on becoming an Erskine ambassador as well. I'm sure that we'll we'll see you sooner than later, all Thank being you so well. Much for well, it's our pleasure, and um, to to play us out then, one final song choice from you. What shall we play? Oh, another song to play us out. It's going to have to be something cheerful and something fun. So 
I'm going to say Enjoy Yourself by Jules Holland. That's another one that I absolutely love to perform and it's one of those tunes at the end of the night, you know it's been a little bit of a late night and it's getting too late and you need to go home but you've had a good time. <laughs> so enjoy yourselves, that's got to be another one.